Welcome to Bible Hacks. I'm your host, Shaz Jones. Hello everyone, it's Miss Shaz Jones and I'm talking about the harvest again today. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode on the harvest is plentiful, then I'd encourage you to listen to that um, from a couple of episodes ago. But I wanted to talk today about while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. That's from Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Genesis chapter 8, way, way, way back, God was revealing that there's a rhythm to life and it's seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. So without one, the other doesn't make sense. They both create this rhythm of life and he promises that that rhythm will not cease. It's not a thing that happened back in Genesis and doesn't apply to us today. We still have day and night. We still have summer and winter. We still have cold and heat. And we still have seed time and harvest. But I find a lot of people, uh, ministers in particular, but some people in business as well, are almost frightened of the harvest. They may even identify with oh, that's not me. When I ask people why they aren't charging or why they aren't charging more, sometimes they will self-identify as, oh, it's just not me. It's so not me. And so they've included not harvesting in their identity, um, which I think comes from a place of love and a place of mercy where they don't want to take from other people. That's how they see it. Um, But they're violating God's rule from Genesis 8 verse 22. If they're sowing into people, and these are people who are sowing a lot, uh, usually they talk about sowing a lot and they identify themselves as sowers, but they don't identify themselves as harvest. So they've cut off part of this rhythm that God set up. They're denying themselves, but they're also denying the processes of God because the way God creates processes it's giving and receiving it's it's a two-way street and each side feeds the other you can't have one without the other and if you do that's ungodly Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about different types of harvest when I was little I lived on a farm near Moonbi, Katingal, uh, which is not far from the country music capital of Tamworth. Like, it's not city at all. It's it's farm. It's rural. Um, it's, it's a little bit more built up now, but we were on, like, 12 acres, which was considered a really small farm then, which is about 50 times the size of a, even a big block in the city. So it was, you know, an, an idyllic setting for a child to grow up in except I had hay fever and allergies to you know the grasses on the farm and all types of animal hair so (laughs) my brothers really enjoyed it but for me it wasn't always the ideal environment 
But we all had daily jobs and part of my daily job, remember I was really young, so I kind of remember me doing a lot more than I probably did. <laughs> but part of my daily job was to help mum and dad, usually dad, milk the cows and goats every day every day and it's probably obvious to you that the animals milk provided for our family we had milk and cream I can remember mum skimming the cream off the top of the milk and butter and cheese all came from these harvests that we took every day but did you know that it's good for the animals as well if you don't milk the cows and goats every day you harm them you don't just miss out on provision for yourself, you harm them. So a great deal of pressure can build up in the udder of the cow or goat or even sheep. And it can cause mild discomfort to begin with, just this feeling of bloating and pressure. Um, or it can progress, depending on how long you leave them, to swelling painful mastitis I know that word might be triggering for for some mothers um, but it is mastitis or bruising inflammation rupturing even of the skin and infection it can also cause them to have difficulty standing or lying down or moving about so basically they can't get comfortable in any position and anytime they need to change position it's painful and difficult for them and if they do get infected the infection will contaminate the milk so you can't use any of the milk and eventually it'll stop the production of the milk and so that cow can't provide any milk um, until she reproduces again and the treatment for the owner is very expensive, um, but it's also so painful for the cow. So you'll have to call a vet in and they'll milk out, that's what they call it, milking out the cow to kind of drain the udder. And then they'll have to apply antibiotics and anti-inflammatories to the udder topically. So they rub it in um, into the painful infected area and so it's not nice for them to be even treated but if you leave it untreated the cow will need to be slaughtered or they'll eventually die of the infection themselves so helping the cow provide her gifts to our family wasn't you know the most pleasurable thing all the time it meant getting up earlier than I liked taking occasional kicks especially one of them the nasty nanny goat was prone to kick me sometimes in the head <laughs> if my face was close enough to her udder and, and I often had allergic reactions to their hairy coats so I'd be sneezing and get you know really um, runny eyes and itchy skin and I'm sure they weren't always thrilled with it either, but it was a two-way street that helped both of us to help each other. And this rhythm, this two-way reciprocal process is 
the nature of sowing and reaping and the, the sowing and harvest that God set up right from the creation of the world. So similar bad things can happen if you don't harvest grapes from the vine. As the grapes decompose, they can be colonized by fungus. And the fungi, which become a source um, of spores, of pathogens, and even parasites, that increases the pressure of fungal disease throughout the whole vineyard. So depending how long you leave it, again, it can eventually rot not just the grapes, but the vine itself um, and can ruin any potential harvest from the vine. Sheep are the same. Sheep can, even if they're not milking sheep, if they're just their wool, if you don't harvest that, they can overheat and, and even die in the summer months if they're not shorn. Um, or they can become the target for parasites like ticks and lice and mites and even maggots can cause a fly strike and a gruesome and even deadly condition. So the next time that you're sitting on a woolen blanket, enjoying some wine and cheese, be thankful for the harvest from the cow and the sheep and the vine because it helped them as much as it helped you. It's a two-way street that God set up, a reciprocal process, a rhythm of life. So I like to say it this way, harvest is love. So if you're not pricing your products, if you're not allowing your customers to pay you every time you provide for them, or if you're a minister and you're not allowing uh, the people that you minister to contribute towards your um, offering and your service towards them, then you're actually violating the principles of God. When Jesus came to feed the 5,000, He didn't take his own money and give it to them. He asked for them, what do you have? And then he multiplied it. He blessed it. So it was coming from them, through him, to them. From them, through him, to them. It was this reciprocal process. And then when they'd finished and were full, fully satisfied, he said to the disciples, take up the baskets, let nothing be wasted. And so they got more from them. And once they had seen what it was, everyone had seen how much was left on, it went back to them. So from them, through them, to them. Creates this virtuous cycle where you're helping them and they're helping you and you're living together in harmony, in rhythm with the way that God created, that he said would never cease. It's the only thing that can cease is our false belief when we believe a lie that we don't deserve a harvest, or it's especially when we create it as part of our identity that is against God. And we say, oh, it's just not me to be well rewarded for my harvest. That's not right. And we need to 
go before God and just say, God, change this part of me. I'm, I'm open for you to speak to me about this. I'm open to have a revelation about this. Remember, harvest is love. Thanks for listening today. Look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Shaz Jones, and you can go to facebook.com slash Bible Hacks for more from the Bible Hacks podcast. Until next time, God bless.